0: Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening everyone. Thank you to uh thank you. (laughs) Oh goodness. Welcome to PGN. Tuesday evening. It is May sixteenth, twenty twenty three. God bless you. Thank you for being here. And may you be the radiant. Of um, the Lord Jesus Christ, in your atmosphere, in your sphere of influence, and in the rate and the radius of the circumference of where the Lord has you to walk and serve and speak um, and declare His name. so God bless you, and in your families as well. God bless you. Thank you again for being here. And um, missed you last week. It just was working, um, actually, over time. So anyway, so thank you so much for uh, your patience and your kindness and um, blessings to you and your household. Well, let's just pray uh, for this evening, Father. We thank you for this evening. We dedicate it unto you, Father. We thank you for your presence and the power of your presence and the power of your word, God. We thank you, Lord, for just coming forth, God, that you certainly are the radiance, God. We thank you that you um, dispense um, and distribute all things unto your people and your saints, Lord. May we build each other up, equip each other, Father God, and um, help each other stand, Lord, firm upon the rock, Lord, and, um, and give glory, Lord, and rejoice, when the excellence of um your name is exalted and in through every believer, Father, we thank you for it, God, we thank you, Lord, as we build up we build up the walls, Lord, and preserve each other when we do so, so we thank you for that father, and we Lord, I just dedicate myself as well unto you, God, and every vocation and location that you have. For me, in Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, well, praise God. I hope you guys are having um, are off to a decent week and having um, a good week, even last week. Um, hold on one second. I wanted to see something. I was reading something, and Samuel. There's a certain person, and I was. Um, I just realized. Um, Um, uh, here we go. Okay. Um, okay. let me come back to that, at least I have that pulled up. Okay, so I was reading um something in Samuel about fall and the week before, uh, last week when I was not here. Um, the Lord was showing me actually something obviously, well, not no. obvious, but it was, uh, quite similar to what was spoken here, but I wrote it down because it was, uh, the Lord was showing me this on Saturday 5-6. And just, uh, you know, I know I've mentioned this before about being His distinguished people, and He makes us distinguished right and in the Old Testament, um, His people, the Jewish Israelites, uh, were his distinguished people and they were distinguished because of three things. And I know you've heard me talk about this before, but they were distinguished because they had his word, his presence and his power. That's what made them a distinguished people. And so on May 6th, the Lord was showing me and um, Jeremiah 23 and I'm going to, I'm not going to um go all into that, But um, if I say that so that those can look that up and read it on their own and let the Holy Spirit speak to you as well. But that is the verse where uh, Jeremiah is talking about the lying prophets and the prophets who were lying and how the Lord felt about it and what was going to happen and kind of what was going to take place. And prophecy, especially in the Old Testament as well, because prophecy was the voice of God. That was the ultimate representation to the people but there were people jumping in on that that were not, um, um, that were not kosher, okay? <laughs> they were not kosher to the word and the Lord. It's like almost detestable, like a um, – not detestable. It doesn't truly use that word. But we need to be able to detect the spirit of counsel of the Lord. So let me just read one verse because it says – in verse 22 it says, but if they had stood in my counsel – they would have proclaimed my words to my people and would have turned from their evil ways and from their evil deeds. So apparently these lying, you know, uh, it also says later in verse 30, uh, the Lord was saying, declares that I am against the prophets who steal from one another words supposedly from me. So they actually steal from one another, but words that are supposedly from the Lord. So yes, declares the Lord, I am against the prophets who wage their own tongues and yet declare the lord declares and indeed i am against those who prophesy false dreams declares when i tell them and lead my people astray with their reckless lies yet i did not send or appoint them they do not benefit these people in the least so like whoa okay but uh, again in verse 22 is if they if they had stood in my council so we're always given an opportunity to tell a bunch of the Lord's will and the Lord's ways. And if they had would have proclaimed my words to my people and turned, okay. Um, and this is what the Lord wants from them calling them false. Okay, and so there's a reason for this and coming into the council of the Lord, somewhat of what I'm gonna talk about, um, and what I read, sorry, I have so many, I have so many notebooks and uh, my Bible here. Okay, so I was reading uh, the account. Excuse me for my slow, but those of you that know me know that I will pause. So, I'm um, at First Samuel and ten. So, you know the people. Um, let me see. I would like to read it the way it says it and the scripture but the people did not um, the people okay so Samuel ended up um, he took the flask of oil so the Lord already told him that the people were not listening but yet he said um, to the people when he brought Samuel before him so let me just read it he, um, that so Samuel summons the people of Israel and such, and this is what the Lord God Israel says. I brought Israel I, okay, out of Egypt, right? And I delivered you. So this is what the Lord did for the people. I delivered you from the power of Egypt and all the kingdoms that opposed you, but you have now rejected your God who saves you out of all your calamities and distresses. And you have said, no, set a king over us. So now present yourselves before the Lord by your tribes and your clans. So they're ready to set this in order. So Samuel's reiterating to the people their cry and their distress that they asked for before the Lord, but yet clearly stating and declaring what God has done for them and uh, pretty much announcing, you know, you, and this is being done, but here's what God did for you, bringing you out of Egypt you know, um, um, giving power over the kingdoms that have, have oppressed you. And now you're rejecting the God who has saved you. This is incredible. Out of all your calamities and distresses, they're saying, now they're saying they're rejecting God after he's done all that for them they're rejecting god and asking for a king because all the other nations around them this is what we need to pay attention to as well right is a lot of status quo is not even that's more of a cultural it's not a kingdom thing it's a cultural thing in many ways okay in many ways it is more cultural than it is kingdom and um so they were seeing. You know the culture around them they had a king and they they wanted a king, okay and although Psalm, Samuel was over them to lead them as as what he's called is a trusted prophet. So really, if we dive into the book of Samuel, I think we'll see more and more and more of how the Lord's workings in and through a trusted prophet, okay so now, and you can because you are people of the word, you're people of faith and revelation and wisdom and knowledge. The Lord can speak to you as well if He's not already speaking to you. So then we find this in Samuel and First Samuel 10. He says, which I was just reading the latter part of it. Um, so Samuel. Samuel took his flask of oil and poured it on Saul's head, and he kissed them, saying, "Has not the Lord anointed you leader over his inheritance?" So wow. So um, he's going there. Saul actually, or, excuse me, a Saul actually went out to find his donkeys. He had lost his donkeys, and Samuel, uh, being the prophet, told him he found them, or he knew where they were. He discovered them and knew where they were. I'm not sure if he found them, but he knew where they were, and he told them they were safe and they would be returned to him. Okay, but then he also proceeded to tell him of his kingship, that the Lord, okay, anointing him and telling him of his kingship and his placement. Okay, so as uh, Saul turned to leave Samuel, and then he came up under, excuse me, they came up under uh, the other prophets, remember? And then Saul started prophesying um, as well because he was under a host of other um, of prophets. The spirit of the Lord came upon him in power. And he's going to prophesy. So this kind of happened. Okay, the signs were fulfilled that God was with him. Okay, so then as Saul, okay, so as Saul turned to leave Samuel, God changed his heart and all these signs were fulfilled that day. So God did a work in his heart and God fulfilled something. The signs were fulfilled that day and God did a work in him. Okay, sent him the prophet. Uh, he was anointed. He came up under that anointing with demonstrations, and then um, the Lord changed his heart, and it was fulfilled that day. But when he arrived, um, okay, he did start prophesying for anointing, because then the people, when he started prophesying, the people were like, "Well, who is this? What happened? Isn't this Saul? How is he among the prophets?" So a man who lived there answered and who is their father. So it became a saying, is Saul also among the prophets? After Saul stopped prophesying, he went to the high place. Okay, this was kind of like a place where they went to worship. Now Saul's uncle, here's the thing I was trying to look up to see what kind of man Saul's uncle was. Now Saul's uncle asked him and his servant, where have you been? Looking for the donkeys, he said, but when he saw that they were not to be found, he went to Samuel. Saul's uncle said, tell me what Samuel said to you. So Saul replied, so it must have been, um, the first one must have been the servant. So Saul replied, he assured us that the donkeys had been found. But he did not tell his uncle what Samuel said about the kingship. Okay, so his uncle specifically asks him. He says, oh, yes, he told us about the donkeys. But he holds back the information about the kingship. And, you know, he didn't say all of what Samuel said to him, right? And so I was trying to discover, I'll go back to that in a so I can finish my thought here because I can't talk and read at the same time. The the first thought that I had was why would Saul why would he hold that back? One I don't know his uncle in that specific uh passage, it does not say who his uncle is right there specifically. So, but my first thought that came to mind, which I think was the Holy Spirit, to help me kind of think this out. And again, this is like a half-baked (laughs) potato. I'm talking about it, but um, as some would say. And um, but here, this is the first thing I thought of was Jesus and Joseph. They both declared and proclaimed the things of the Lord when they heard them. They just released it, right? Even when Jesus was born. Things were declared and proclaimed. On the eighth day, on the eighth day when he was very vulnerable as a child, right, Simeon and Anna were there prophesying and proclaiming this was the Messiah. This is the one, you know, it says that she began thanking God and declaring um, and telling people of the hope that they had been waiting for all those that have been waiting in Jerusalem to hear you know, of their Savior, of their Messiah. And this is spoken over Jesus. It was not held back in any way. And Joseph, and I know this is a story. Now, here's the thing here with Joseph as well. I've always had an inclination. Was, you know, the teaching on, and I think it's practical and also intellectual, although at the same time, I'm not a male. I'm a female, so I'm, I don't have male thinking and process either. So grant it there. However, I've always thought Joseph, you know, the teaching on should he have told his brothers or not told his brothers, okay? Like, it was risky either way. But I honestly feel like, it was it risky for Jesus? Was it risky for them to say on the eighth day, proclaiming who he is and not holding that back? Like, this is going to be fulfilled. And then also with Joseph, like, okay, yeah, maybe there's a mix. Let's just suppose there's a mix of Joseph, um, what he said, what he declared, and how he declared it, okay? Let's just give it that much, okay, that there's a mix of that. However, he did not hold it back, okay? He did not hold it back. So I don't know, I don't think, I don't think he was supposed to hold it back. So why, why would Saul not say anything? So this is what I'm pondering in the line of Saul's life, okay, in his family bloodline, I was thinking now, why wouldn't he tell his uncle? Would he not tell his uncle because there already is rivalry and jealousies that may have come up that he just didn't want to tell him? Or was it a type of, honestly, pride and not saying, I'm not going to tell you? Um, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm actually better than you. Is it, so, Is there a risk of actually saying to people, what's on your life? Yes, there is. And it couldn't be pride if you hold back. You know what? In some ways, it, at times, it could very well be. It could be. Something you need to explore before the Lord. And this is Saul, because we know his story okay, the, from the beginning to the end, and that his character did in many ways become a flaw for him. Holding back, I think, was not a form of integrity. Was not I, Somehow I have an inclination there was a flaw to that, okay? And so while people might say, Joseph, and I know many people would disagree with me, I know that, but that Joseph shouldn't have said anything and that that was maybe a flaw, I don't think, I don't think, because the, why? Because the fulfillment, the fulfillment of the word came to pass. Yeah, he had to walk through a lot of stuff and, you know, had to walk through a lot of stuff. We know that. We see that. And, but yet the word was fulfilled. And then everybody knew that from beginning to end, everything that he went through right? Everything that he went through, everything that he spoke, the fulfillment came to pass. And we, if we use Jesus as our model, which he is, I mean, I'm not in a reference. I know that's very Greek-like teaching. But if we use Jesus, right, as followers and disciples, what did Jesus do? So Jesus both announced and demonstrated the kingdom of God. He did both. And I think that's and then that is exactly what Joseph did, you know. Even in the midst of him building character and being pressed, um, and what was happening, we see his character coming through. Now, in Saul, and I'm going to fin- finish with this as a comparison, is that Saul will see where he was pressed, and right away, I don't know the time frame, but I know it's only a few chapters away. But I don't know the time frame in reality. Um, from the time that this happened, but he, when he was pressed, he did not. He, his character, did not wait on the Lord. He did not. He did not com- continue to surrender, and hold on to the word of the Lord that came to him. He did not work. Joseph did. Joseph knew the word of the Lord. He announced it with with words, announcing it and speaking it, and bringing it forth and um, And then the deeds he's demonstrating, and afterwards he's demonstrating he can interpret dreams he's demonstrating these things, okay, and but when he's pressed and in despair or distressed, he's not relying on his own flesh, he's going back to what the Holy Spirit gave him, and relying on that, and knowing you know that it can't not be fulfilled in his own nature but in the nature of God. And that's where the difference is. And that's how you and I learn. And that's how that was demonstrated, right? Right? And that's exactly how Christ did it. Christ both announced the word and then demonstrated in deeds. And so so I'm just talking about the specifics there. I know in some ways... um, there are certain things that we reserve under the counsel of the Lord. So going back to the word of the counsel and even Samuel demonstrating to us being a trusted prophet. Um, and, uh, and so in that verse Jeremiah 23, 22, even the Lord's expression, the Lord saying, had they come up under my counsel, right? So uh, so we do, uh, do all things under the counsel of the Holy Spirit. Um, okay, so his uncle was Ab- Abner. No, his, his uncle was. Let me see. No, Abner was Saul's was Saul's cousin, and his uncle was Ner N E R. So this is what I was trying to find. Um, Okay, i was just trying to see if there's any indication of what his uncle, how his uncle was. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing that here right quickly, so I'm going to move on from there. Okay, so then when we go to birth, the okay, move uh, the notebooks where I'm uh, done. Well, then we go to um, Samuel. I mean, in First uh, Samuel 13, right? We just read from 10. Now we're going to read from 13. And it's um, oh, 10 through 15. So Saul brings uh, 3,000 men from Israel, and he talks about where they're from, okay, different regions. And they're going to attack the Philistines, okay? So they go up there. And so this thing occurs, right? This occurs. And um okay, so so Saul remains. The Philistines stem, assembled to fight Israel with three thousand chariots, six thousand chariots and soldiers as numerous as the sand on the seashore. They went up to the camp of Megmash east of Beth. When the men of Israel saw that their situation was critical and that their army was hard-pressed, they hit the caves and thickets among the rocks and the pits and the cisterns. Some Hebrews even crossed the Jordan to the land of Gad and Gilead. So Saul remained in Gilgal, and all the troops with him were quaking with fear. He waited seven days, the time set by Samuel. But Samuel did not come to Gilgal, and Saul's men began to scatter. Okay, so the people are like, Forget Okay, out of fear. So he said, Bring me the burnt offering and the fellowship offering. And Saul offered up the burnt offering. And just as he finished making the offering, Samuel arrived, and Saul went out to greet him. What have you done? asked Samuel. Saul replied, when I saw that the men were scattering and that you did not come at the set time and that the Philistines were assembling um, at McMash, I thought, now the Philistines will come down against me at Gilgal, and I have not sought the Lord's favor. favor. So I felt compelled to offer the burnt offering. Samuel said, you acted foolishly. You have not kept the command of the Lord your God gave you. And if you had, you would have established your kingdom over Israel for, for all time. So This tells us the Lord's purpose for him was something more than what was accomplished in his life, okay, in Saul's life. But now your kingdom will not endure. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart. So this is telling me the Lord's already prepared this. You know the expression, God prepares us for, he knows how to prepare us for what he's prepared us for. The Lord's already done this. So it's not like the Lord's already sought this out, right? His eyes, as Word says, his eyes go to and from seeing whose heart is devoted and can be strengthened up to him. Well, even before Saul, Saul made this mistake, the Lord already was seeking out. He was knowing and seeking out. He already made the choice. He already made the selection. It's already done, okay? But the Lord has sought out a man after his own heart and appointed him leader of his people because you have not kept the Lord's command. Then Samuel left Gilgal and went up to the tribes of Benjamin, and he counted the men who were with him. They numbered about 600. So he went up with 3,000 and only 600 were coming back with him. And he made a grave error. He acted foolishly before the Lord and did not do what the Lord commanded him to do. He wasn't in the counsel of the Lord, although the Lord had a purpose for him, right? It's caution for all of us to be compelled. If we wait on the Lord and act in our own flesh, act in our own um, presumptions or assumptions um, in places that the Lord didn't call us to step in, especially if they're uh, established with an alignment of his um, authority and honor that brings honor to his name, right? Because, um, yes. Yeah. But the point being as well that the Lord had already chosen David. He already chose him. When Saul messed up, it was already chosen. It's not like the rest of the people heard that word and then they've seen it. They've seen what, like the people in the day, it's not like they've seen what Saul did and then they heard Samuel's word and thought, oh, I'm going to prepare myself. Maybe I could be the next person. The Lord already did it. The Lord was already speaking. His eyes were going to and from to see who is faithful, who's walking in his counsel, right? Who's speaking of his counsel and bringing it forth. And he's already, he's already chose it. And he already did that. Okay. So thank you, Lord Jesus for that. And then again, um, so I wanted to read this verse here in the new Testament in Hebrews one, one through three. And I'm just going to read the, um, I'm going to read this in the Amplified. So it says, God, having spoken to the fathers long ago in the voices and the writings of the prophets and many separate revelations, each of which were set forth a portion of the truth. And in many ways, has in these last days spoken with finality to us in the person of one who is by his character in nature, his son. Namely, Jesus, whom he appointed heir and lawful owner of all things, through whom also he created the universe. Actually, even identifying and going back to Genesis 1, that is the universe as a space, time, matter, and continuum. The sun is the radiance and only expression of the glory of our awesome God reflecting God's Shekinah glory, the light being the brilliant light of the divine and the exact representation and perfect imprint of his father's essence and upholding and maintaining and propelling all things, the entire physical and spiritual universe by his powerful word, carrying the universe along to its predetermined goal right so he did that spiritually and physically with joseph as well when he himself and no other had but offering himself on the cross as a sacrifice for sin accomplishing accomplished excuse me purification from sins and established our freedom from guilt he sat down revealing his completed work at the right hands of the majesty on high Revealing his divine authority, having become as much superior to angels since he has inherited a more excellent and glorious name that they, that is his son, the name above all names. Okay, let me me go here to... Because you, likewise, are a reflection, certainly not in deity, but a reflection of his light. <clears throat> Luke 11:36. So if your whole body is illuminated with no dark part, it will be entirely bright with light, as when the lamp gives you light with its bright rays. So this is the radiance okay, that you can be radiant as well, not in in obviously the fullness of the glory, but God does put his glory upon us that we can be radiant with that. Okay. Okay, Psalm 34, uh, verses 1 through 5. I will bless the Lord at all times, His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. The humble and the downtrodden will hear it and rejoice. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us lift up his name together. I sought the Lord on the authority of his word, and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and they were radiant. Their faces will never blush in shame or confusion. So praise God. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, Lord, thank you, Lord, for making us your radiance, God, for sharing your glory, sharing your radiance, Lord. Be exalted. God, be exalted, Father God, in our nation, God, by the people that you've chosen to be your distinguished people, Father God, your distinguished people who rest and turn from wickedness and evil and come up under the counsel of your will, the counsel of your spirit, Father God, and to speak of you, God, and to be taught of you and learned of you, Father God. Thank you, Lord, that that carry your kingship and live in the tension of proclaiming with word and deed in your kingdom, Father God. To our culture, Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for making them distinguished with your word and the authority of your word, making them radiant, delivering them from all of their fears, Father God. Jesus' name, setting their focus upon you, Lord, sharpening their views. Jesus' name, filling them with your light. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. You bless them, God, as your distinguished people. Again, with the authority of your word, demonstration, and your presence, and your power, God, upon them with a sound mind. We thank you, Lord, for your fulfillment, that it will be fulfilled according to your word, according to your purposes, according to your liking, and your choosing. And uh, we thank you, Father God, let us both announce and demonstrate the things that you declare to be fulfilled in the kingdom, even through this culture, Father. We thank you, Lord, for just um, protecting us um, by the power of your word and your presence. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Amen. Okay, let me uh, get a couple numbers down here before I open up the phone line in case it starts uh, jumping.
1: Okay, awesome,
0: awesome. Water. Okay, sorry, I got. I'm getting organized. Okay, our first caller. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your light of heaven and your revelation to speak to us. We thank you that heaven meets earth. Thank you, Father God, for even the ascension of angels, Lord, and that we're your uh, priest, royal priesthood, praying and declaring in the places, Lord, that you set our feet to um, declare your praise and your intercession. Watchmen. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Six, seven, eight, five four, three. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Where hey. are you calling from?
2: Hi, good evening. My name is Deborah and I'm calling from
0: Ohio. Deborah from Ohio. Okay, awesome. God bless you. Thank you for joining us.
2: Yeah, thank you. Thank you with the word.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Okay, let me close this for a second. I'll come right back. I was going to ask if you're an intercessor, but let me, because of my spontaneous prayer right before I opened your phone line about um, praying and being watchmen in the land and the ascension of angels. Um, But let me just pray because that's just like, so Father God, we thank you for Deborah God, we thank you for what you're doing in her life, Father God. We thank you for setting things in order and setting things on track, God, and the momentum, and the momentum, Father God, of just your will and even the uh, motivation um, and the intentions of your will, God, to pick up um, uh, momentum. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Father God, uh, in Jesus' name that it's being on track. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for her life, Father God, in Jesus' name, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for even where she steps, Lord, in the land. um, You know, it's just things, even where she steps in the land, God, it's on track with you. Father God, I thank you, Lord, Um, even so I I don't know. So even again, going back to my prayer that I prayed right before I opened your phone line, which I wasn't expecting to pray about the um, like the watchman and the intercession type of prayer. And because and the angels ascending and descending in the royal priesthood, you know, where they stood in the land. And that is the place that when we read that in scripture, that's the place where heaven um, heaven came to earth and earth responded. And um, so I, I'm kind of seeing your feet to being in a place on the land where you're picking up with something in your spirit and then you like pray and intercede. And, um, and then I believe this activity, the um, spiritual activity happens, you know, that's according to the will and the purposes of God. So um, we thank you for that. And I know Ohio I don't know who I met somewhere, I forget who was praying over Ohio, but we used to live in Michigan, so we would travel through, um, years ago, we would travel through Ohio um, on our way back, and there were times, um, one of the more recent, so maybe, let me think, maybe within the last five years, there was one particular section that we went through. I could almost sense in the atmosphere that that particular land was being prayed for. And I forget who I met. Somebody somewhere was talking about something and I spoke to them and they were like somebody they knew was praying over that area. And they were like so excited to hear me say it." So I know this is a very real thing, um, especially when the Lord um, assigns and demonstrates like yeah we can dive in and, and the anointing as well and know how to function just as we were I was praying in those verses um in Psalm 34 about uh or uh, Hebrews I'm sorry, or what Hebrews I think it was about on um, the authority of his word and diving into his word and um, utilizing that and um you know, releasing it, announcing it maybe, and demonstrating it, even intercession and being a watchman is a way of announcing the word and demonstrating what it is, the fulfillment of the spiritual kingdom um, comes to the land. So um, we thank you for that, Father God, in Jesus' name. And there are even places in scripture, and I don't know if this was Uh, Deborah as well I'm not sure in judges but um, where that said after this particular incident had happened they took care of whatever needed to be taken care of then it said the land was at rest for 40 years and so there's something very significant to that that the Lord is very as part of like the inheritance even from the very beginning how the Lord is watchful to care for his people and to provide for his people so the land needs to be producing um, for its people as well to, to make that provision, you know. So um, because he is very much involved in our lives in all of creation, God is involved in nature in all of creation, even today that he does um, care about the land. So let me open up your phone line because I don't know that we've spoken before, and um, I don't know specifically if you um, consider yourself with a calling of intercession or watchman on your life.
2: I'm, I'm sorry, say that again, please.
0: Do you feel um, that you have a call to intercede or that you are a watchman of type, a watcher?
2: Yes, ma'am, I do. Okay. Yes. Watchman on the wall, yes, ma'am. Yeah, okay. I wasn't too, you know, I was, wasn't too sure if I was, you know, watchman, but, you know, I do... Um, in a seat as the Lord, you know, leading, me to do so. But yes, but I've always had used the word watchman, but I wasn't really, you know, like really sure it was that. With if that was the word, I if that's what I am called to do, to get on the wall and you know, and decree and declare his his word and prayer. Oh so yes.
0: Okay, very good. And then have you found yourself being in different locations, um, you know, um, or being compelled to pray over different locations specifically?
2: No, ma'am. Not mainly it seemed like it just have been people in their um, situation or, you know, or the Lord may bring someone before me or family or, some you know, something of that sort, that nature, and then okay. I would begin to pray. But i never okay. experienced as of yet, um, you know, cities to pray. I mean, even though I do pray for nations and cities, but, like, in particular, I have not experienced that as of yet.
0: Okay. Okay, so, yeah, so it could, I was just trying to determine um, if it was literal or symbolic in what I was seeing. Okay. So, but you're right, even what you're saying is, um, you know, I have had times where I've interceded, like, as you're saying, like, people will show me people and or lay somebody on my heart and just begin to pray or intercede for them, say a prayer for them, whatever it is, or pray in the spirit.
2: Mm-hmm. And right. then,
0: um, then the Lord did um, start right. kind of increasing that with locations later, you know. But there were times uh-huh, when okay. I knew it was when I knew it was Him. Is that I? Um, I mean, uh, always Him. But um, specifically in that was like it was almost like a travailing. So I would wake up in okay. the middle of the night, kind of a thing. And um, it would be a location or I felt like I was, he was taking me there to see the city or to see the land. And then, you know, like from his view and then begin to pray, to pray over it. And it was active in that time. And it usually was, and I don't know if it was, you know, um, actually now that I'm speaking about it, I don't know. um, Had I gone back, no one ever told me this, but um, as I'm speaking of this to you, um, I would have maybe jotted down where I thought the location was, even if I didn't have the specific city or the specific uh, region or even mm-hmm. um, what it, country. But okay. um, but but the instance because I would have maybe noted the time frame because it would have been at night for for my time frame, but the hour during the day might have been something else. And then to go and to check the news report in that particular region for maybe what mm. happened that next day. Right. So um, oh, wow. I that never even dawned on me. So just now talking to you. So I don't know if that's like a little snippet for something in the future for um, all of us <laughs> praying and listening um, to the Lord to kind of, see how he's leading us and putting the pieces together and because run that encourages us as well. And then we know like, Hey, you know, I was awakened to the counsel of the Lord to intercede, you know? Right.
2: right. Hey, yeah, well, may I ask you a question, please? Oh,
0: I don't know sure. if
2: this is like, um, and I don't want to take up much time because I know others, Want, you know, want to receive, but I just want to ask: Is this um, as I'm in prayer? I have experienced in prayer, um, as I'm praying, and then next thing I know, I'm I am and I am in a different location. I actually see myself in the realm of the spirit and vision, and I'm getting up off my knees of, from praying. And I'm just walk. I'm in my home, but the next thing I know, I'm just walking, and then I'm somewhere else. I'm I'm somewhere else. I know the location. Um, it was just was a just was I, I just well I just call it weird. I didn't know what what really what word to use. Oh, okay. I so just that was in I in another, another have, location.
0: Yeah. So mm-hmm, do you mean on. like another location, like another
2: state? Yes, I was, I knew I was, but I was in a, um, I knew it was a foreign country, but I was, this is weird, but I was underground. I I knew that the place where I was at, it was an underground tunnel, like, and there were people there.
0: Um,
2: I think it was really, it, it, it reminded me. When I looked up at the lights and the the lights were, do you remember those? They were old lights and they were like a cord that went through the lights and they were like hanging up because they were like swinging. Um, That that. And then I continued walking and I looked at this picture and I seen a city I don't know what city, if it could have been part of the United States. I don't know, but I believe it was. But I don't know what city it was. And the next I know, no, I seen this little bear cub ran down the hallway, and I went and got it. I don't know why. And I took it up, and I looked at the poster that I think was, it was a poster of a city, and next thing I you know, the city, it just blew up. And, of course, I knew what that meant. You know, I knew, you know, their thing, yeah. And then um, next thing I you know, I seen these two men, and I knew I was in a foreign country because I looked at the uniforms that they had on. They were like policemen, mm-hmm. and they had on, mm-hmm. and I seen their color of their skin was of a, like a brown color, like, you know, and... Uh it just was it just was weird, and it seemed like they had somebody in jail, some man in jail, and um I was there to like to protect or something, and they say no, I was back on my knees um coming out of the vision, and I have experienced so, in just laying down, mhm
0: yeah, that's good, okay, thank you for sharing that the um so you were there to protect the man that was in prison.
2: Yeah, it seemed like they took him out of prison or something. Okay. I know this. I know this is going to seem weird what I'm about to say, because there's something I just don't say because feel like I'm like, Lord, I don't think something I just don't say because I know some people cannot receive. So I no, know. No, I totally. am
0: tracking you. I'm totally you tracking. You know, I do. You.
2: No, I I understand what you, but I'm he's saying like, you know, so I, I, you know, I try to be very or what i say, but it was so weird. It just seemed like these policemen or whatever, they took this guy out and they started hitting him and stuff like that. And so, (laughs) this is weird, and so I started fighting them. I was hitting them for hitting him, and they stopped and they looked around and wanted to know who was hitting them. It, I know that was weird. It was weird. The next thing, no, I was back on my knees after that. I, I can't explain wow. that. I, I, but yes, I mean, I have seen people. You know, I'm laying in bed, and they say, no, I'm in, I'm somewhere else, and I'm looking at this yeah, thing, and no. I'm there to intercede. Yes.
0: Yeah. No. Okay. So very good. Thank you so much. So yeah, that is. So I was going to say um, because what happened um uh, when when i was talking about um like being um on the bed and travailing and I was like half Mm -hmm. asleep half awake or whatever it feels like that like I'm very conscious of what's happening that's what I guess I should say but in the spirit I was being carried and I was going to use the word transported but I wasn't sure um yes I held back on that but I but then when you spoke what you spoke I felt like oh I was supposed to say that because I feel like you were transported like it definitely was a true vision because if you're if that's happening with your eyes are open, mm-hmm. right? So like when I pray for people and I say that I'm seeing this or whatever, it's really not necessarily a vision, I don't think. I mean, unless I'm misunderstanding okay. in my own self, but it's okay. more like a revelation. It's more like the revelation that the Lord is get- okay. giving me. But you're being transported and seeing a vision. That definitely is the true vision and being transported. And your intercession is and your prayers are being effective. And so that is that royal, when I opened up and was saying that royal priesthood and walking in the land. So your feet, okay, so now that's the land that you're walking on. That's what's happening is the land. The Lord is transporting you to a different land. And you're praying, right. and when you're doing that as a royal priesthood, that because he has that calling and that anointing on your life to do that, you know, or that, or you earned it, you know, like you've progressed and worked into earning that. Um, that he, um, the heaven is open, right? So then you're calling on heaven, and the ascension of angels are helping you on earth as it is in heaven, and they're being transported, and you're praying. And that is what's happening, and you're actually having angelic assistance as well, not only for your own life, but for those that you're praying and interceding for. So when we let me just tell you this, and it's okay to talk about this because this is important, because I think, I mean, it really is important because I think it's it is definitely part of the prophetic, and um, prophetic calling, and okay, and other things as well. But I think it's especially here in this gathering place as the prophetic. And we might even see this more and more just because how the Lord's Lord's bringing us into different things and to pray and to intercede for each other, maybe even from state to state or whatever it might be, or nation and other nation. Okay, but, um, oh, goodness, I just forgot what I was going to say. And saying this, sometimes I do this, and I take the long way around, and I really shouldn't. I should go right to the point. (laughs) But... (laughs)
2: I understand.
0: <laughs> but it's important that we know and recognize that these things, um, you know, being transported, like oh, I was going to say this, in Israel. So when we were in Israel, I had a dream when we were in Israel, before we went to the Jewish quarters, which was uh, like we were going to go and I don't know how many days. It wasn't, I don't think it was the next day. It might have been. It was two or three days. I, I, I think it was somewhere between one to three days before we got to the Jewish quarters, planning on going that I had this dream that we're all gathered in the center of the Jewish quarters and there was a scuffle and something happened and I was standing in the middle of it and I was pushing everyone back with my hands like protecting them and pushing Mm -hmm. them back and pushing them back like going from right to left like with my arms you know like trying to get the whole circle and the people Mm -hmm. that were definitely with us pushing them back so that they were further away from the scuffle that was actually happening so that nobody would get hurt. And it's like my arms, um, as I kept doing it, my arms kept getting longer. Every time, you know, like I would bend my wow. elbow and then go the other way and it was like my arms were like gumby kind of, you know, just pushing us back. Pushing wow. us back. But, but I found myself praying that for protection over us and that when we traveled you know that no one would get hurt and nothing would happen well when we went to the Jewish quarters we met in the center which i didn't know there was a little gathering place in the center of it and um and so the pastor just said like he had an assignment i think he was meeting somebody or something but um, he said like okay we all have like an hour and a half or whatever, you know, to shop or if you want to get a special snack or whatever, you know. So, And then meet back at the same place that we started at, right? So mm-hmm. uh, we were kind of done just because we spent a lot of time walking anyway. So we were done. We were about 15 minutes earlier or whatever. I said, well, I'm just going to go sit in the that place, you know. Well, in Israel, they have a lot of uh, surveillance, if you will, just because everyone hates their nation, they have to protect it, Mm -hmm. you know? And so they're always watching. So even in the city, when it doesn't look like they're watching, they are watching, okay? Because the Palestines can come over and walk through the Jewish quarters, you know, so naturally they're just watching them and watching them. Well, there was a scuffle that broke out, but it wasn't in the very, it was just on the outside, um, like, sidewalk of the center circle, and and I watched it because the people from the thing came down and like kind of like seized this man. I don't even know what he did or what happened, um, but it was a mm-hmm. little bit of a scuffle. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I wonder if this is what the Lord had me pray about. Like, could wow. this have been worse? Yeah. And could the rest of the people have been here? Do you know what I'm saying? There yeah. would have been more people yeah. in the courtyard mm-hmm. or whatever. So the Lord definitely does use our, when we're doing that, and he's setting your feet, obviously, Deborah, on other lands to intercede and to be a watchman, you know, and to make a difference and allowing as we pray as his royal priesthood, again, there's angelic assistance that's happening, but it's important um, that he's this important that we pray and intercede according to the spirit. And even in yes. that, you can add, like, so you had that unction to hit those men so that they would stop. So you were defending, you were literally protecting and defending this man and it was effective.
2: Yes. <laughs> wow. What
0: the Lord gave you to do wow. was effective and that is beautiful. That is beautiful yeah. and purposeful. And um, God bless you for that.
1: You.
2: So, Lord, we thank you me.
0: for Deborah. Yes, mm-hmm. we thank you for Deborah, Father God. We thank you for what you're doing in her life, God. And we thank you, Lord, for even her having the to speak. Even, even Lord, um, talking tonight about speaking about the things of the Lord and how he works so that we don't hold those back for your name's sake, God, and for your glory's sake. And I do understand when it feels uncomfortable or like even bizarre (laughs) it's like yeah so um like because it's so supernatural but like you naturally got there but you have no idea how and then you have to put it into words so um lord we thank you for that god we thank you for your word going forth and even demonstrating uh the power of your word this evening god strengthen all your people strengthen those that are listening God, to give them the courage and the fortitude, Lord, when you take them to places, Lord, um, to intercede on your behalf and even inquire of you. God, what is it you want me to do? What do you want me to see? What do you want me to know? Teach me. God, teach me, God, to be faithful to your counsel. God, all of us, God, as, as prophetic people, teach us to be faithful to your counsel, God. In Jesus' name, amen. In
2: Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. God wishes you. Bye.
2: Thank you. Bye. Oh,
0: that was very cool. Okay. Um nine five four five eight zero. Good evening. Who am I speaking to you? Hi. Good evening. This is Caroline from Jamaica. Oh, hey, Carolyn. Carolyn, how are you? Hello. Good. Okay, well, let me unmute you, and I'll come right back to you. Thank you so much for calling, Carolyn. Father God, we thank you for Carolyn, Father God, in Jesus' name. Carolyn, sorry. We come before you, God, and we just um, lift her up, God, to your word and to your kingdom. I see the word lifting you up. I thank you, Father God, Lord, um, like you're on it, like you're standing on it but you're, rest, you're seated on it. So I don't know if the seated part is a type of um, not necessarily resting, but um, and not necessarily standing, but whatever would be in between that. But, but also you're, but you're on the word, you know, where it's active, it's being active. The word is being activated because you're on it. And so we thank you, Lord. Uh, we thank you for that sustaining power of your word for Caroline, Father God, as she is on your word, Lord. Thank you, Father God. And the name of Jesus, Lord. And his word really is bigger than us, you know? Like, it's just like this huge, it's like this huge word um, that says W-O-R-D, letters, and it's huge sign and you're, I guess sign, but it's freestanding form of these letters that are connected together. And you're on that, and on top of it. So you're on the word and the word is literally sustaining you as well. And so the word is bigger than our lives. And we thank you, Lord, that she would find of your words. Find your promises, Father God, for um, her needs and uh, the demonstrations, Father, of your power and presence, Um, Father God, and making her distinguished in Jamaica, Father God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you, Lord. We bless her with the anointing of your word upon her life. And we thank you, Lord, how it sustains her and keeps her and lifts her up God, in Jesus' name, Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, I'm just, um, let me open your phone line. I'm just um, in awe um, that um, his word is so, can do all of what I just prayed over you, you know, as we're reading it, but as we release it, As we read his word, okay, and Cain has promises, but as we release it and announce it, it also has a demonstration of doing everything that I just prayed over you. So that is astounding to me. Like no other book is going to do that. It's going to, you know, people use that. Well, culture uses the word manifest, but it's just not going to happen that way, Mm -hmm. like the word of God. It's just to be sustaining and lifting and providing—it's just not going to happen like that. So, um, there's no false, you know, um, nothing false can come out of it. But we thank you, Father, for the active and living word that is sustaining Caroline. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. That's what has truly been sustaining me. Standing on the promises of God through his word. Yeah. Praise yes, God. Yeah, that so, that's so powerful. Yeah, very cool. Well, hey, um, mm. do you have any prayer requests this evening?
3: Yes, thank you. Just um,
0: kindly agree with me in prayer and There's something that I've been praying for, and um, it's. I haven't
2: seen the manifestation as yet. I I don't want to be impatient.
0: I want to continue waiting on the timing. But I just want you to pray that God will just order my steps, and his divine will be done in that regard.
3: Um, Thank you.
0: Absolutely. Okay, and I just thought of. Um, here we go. Let me just find this. Um, and Colossians four, twelve. I think it is. Uh, they're talking about the bond servant of Christ, um, a laboring. Um, Okay, so it says in prayers that you might stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. So, wait, what is that Um, letter? See, assured. Okay, complete or assured in the will of God. So we thank you, Father God, and we just do pray this word, God, over her, Lord, as we pray fervently and in prayers for our sister, God, as she is desiring Um, her steps to be ordered of you God and committing her way to you God that you would establish her thoughts father God to become agreeable with your will father God and we thank you Lord that she will be found standing perfect and complete or assured in all of the will of God father and we thank you Lord uh, for doing this God and we just declare it and proclaim it over her and announce your word yeah maybe that's why the (laughs) Maybe that's why the Lord had me go to his word in Colossians 4.12 So that you can be on that, on his word So, um, And that is the word for you to be on To be complete in the will of God So I thank you, Lord Uh, We thank you, Father, for your divine will um, That she will be found on it And be lifted her up and sustaining her Thank you, Lord and every step, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. <laughs> Thank you. God bless you, too. Bye-bye. Okay. We have our friend here, 803-991. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Is everything as i as talking Hi, Angela. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. Okay. Let me unmute your phone for a second. Thank you. Okay, God bless you. So, Father, we thank you for Angela, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just lift her up to your kingdom, God, and uh, we thank you, Lord. assisting her you like on steps of slate, slate, so, Father, I thank you, Lord. Um, what, uh, I don't know why it's such a natural... Um I know it's a natural product. Sometimes they make um sometimes they make slate, um Oh, okay. This is this. Slate is a good source of outdoor steps. Okay, it doesn't it's resistant. It, it does not stain or fade. This is in the natural. Slate is very heavy stone, so it will not move or shift when stepped on. So I thank you, Lord, for not causing her foot to slip, fall, or stumble in um, any way, Father God, as she walks. But I've seen slate steps, like very natural setting stone, like slate stone, I guess, and steps um like kind of probably like ancient of day kind of a thing so we thank you lord um for making that her foundation sure and set and placed father god for each and every step father we thank you god for uh, just your goodness lord and the things that you prepare for her um god and how she steps with you god um in the natural um, and then the supernatural board and she so they're not finished steps for like like not the steps they're not finished off steps. They're very it's very like much placements of steps like not necessarily in a garden, but that would be the best way that I could describe um kind of what I'm seeing. So we thank you for um Thank you, Father. So yeah, so even in all the like as it was saying, um the different elements and seasons, um, that it withstands that the steps are withstood and resistant. Yeah. So, um, so even in your walk with the Lord, it is, um, you know, um, your steps with him while while the outside elements, um, you know, move like the rain or the winds, um, but the steps do not shift and, um, they're placed there, you know, even so your steps are, um, with him on you know this heavy stone and are unshifting the steps have been unshifting as you've walked through the different seasons um, in your life Um, and have withstand and resisted the elements as well so we thank you father for that, and she's just saying, well, that's unique. I've never seen that or heard that before either, so praise God. Amen.
3: Thank you so much, Debbie. You're
0: welcome.
3: Oh, good. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I heard you, um the caller earlier, talking about visions and stuff God had given her, and I just want to share a dream I had oh, about a week ago, which I never dreamed about big time people, but this person um is actually President Obama. And um I was uh helping this guy with his car. He hadn't car on so I was helping him and we pulled into this this um like I was it, like a serious citizen um uh, community. And so um we pulled in and I had to park the car around back. When I parked the car around back, I seemed like I became an observer, like I was watching people in, in my dreams. So it was like some older people, and they were in the back of the part of the house, and they were falling down. And as they were falling down, it was like five or six something. But when they fell, it was like an exaggerated fall to me, what I was seeing. And because a woman fell, then a man fell. But when a man fell... Not only did he fall, but he rolled, and it was like an extended roll. So I said to myself, I said, they're falling, but it seems like they're falling on purpose. I don't know what that meant. So after that, next thing I know, I'm at the back of the house where the porch area is, and there's a, a couple of senior citizens, maybe like um, a woman, maybe two men, in the middle, and beside, the side, standing beside the woman was President Obama, and one of his details. We can have a whole entourage really do that, like one detail. So I was watching, and um. And I don't know what he had, what was the meaning about it. seemed like he, I don't know if he was campaigning with it. So the woman uh, asked him if she could pray. And so he did not, because I'm just watching. He did not, yes, he did not know, but he was like, you know, just go ahead. And so when she started to pray, he said, our Father. And the minute she said, our Father, he left. He he, he wanted to walk walk away, him in detail, and I woke up. From the dream.
0: Mm. I, thought it was I don't even <laughs> A lot of
3: Wow,
0: yeah Yeah, that is different yeah. I would write all of yeah. that out and, um, and try If you can remember the night that you had At the date um, Put the date on it And sometimes mm-hmm. um, And writing it out um, Like you're sitting before the Lord And you're doing that in faith Kind of where Hebrews says let us draw near with confidence, with the full assurance of faith before the Lord. And as you're, because literally that's what you're doing is you're writing it before the Lord, this dream that you had. And so it's a very much concentrated Sometimes he'll speak to you in that element or show you mm-hmm. more. And He's definitely done it to me if I just pick a quiet place and say, Lord, because what you're doing is you're stewarding the word of God. And you're being diligent with it. And then you're sitting before him. And again, then there's that verse from Hebrews where you you have drawing near and the full confidence, you know, with the full assurance of faith. And you're before him. And he will sometimes, I know he's done it, release or bring understanding in certain areas of that or scripture. And sometimes it might come quickly. Like it feels like he's pouring it out to you. Like you start thinking about something else when you weren't thinking about it, like maybe a particular scripture or verse is coming to mind as you're writing it, writing a particular Mm -hmm. part of it or section. So just in the margin, like usually in the margin, I write the verse or I might stop, you know, I might stop what I'm writing in the dream and write out what I'm hearing in the moment. So um, Mm -hmm. what I've learned to do, it's easier for me as a, which I haven't done this in a while. and The second time I talked about this, so maybe I do need to do this um, sometime soon, but um, is I try to grab different color pens, so I know my, what the Lord is speaking, and I can kind of see it quickly when I go back to it. I can recognize where He spoke and what he was where he was pouring himself out as i was being faithful, but it really is um being a steward of his word when
3: mm-hmm. you 're doing
0: that, you know
3: Yeah, must be. Sometimes I do write my reads out, but like the say is lazy. You know, I details about it. So yeah, I can't remember the fact that I wish I would have written the date down. Sometimes I would do that, but I forgot about it. So um, I'm going to go back and write it down still, too. Uh, yeah, because
0: i yes, yeah, I used to write to down all the time, and then I forget to write the date down. So I had to, I've had to learn the hard way that with the date. But I had a dream about, um... A couple of years ago, because I remember I was telling the gal who cut my hair, um, but on um, Biden, and she was bringing up an element at the time, so at the time... Um, she brought up an element about end times and I was like oh wow I didn't even think about that you know and then now we're talking about it but at the time I didn't really necessarily put that together but anyways mm-hmm. it was at a big um, oh wait do you have any prayer requests let me pray over that and then I'll share and then I'll um do that later so. <laughs> do you have any <laughs> prayer requests you um,
3: just I'm just praying asking God to you know all my promises that he's given me I'm just like I think I'm going to call it there earlier there's some things that manifest and to come forth and just to, um, you know, continue to be patient and wait. And um, there's some things I want to move in my life and just asking him to, you know, not to get too far ahead, but to be in, like you said, in step with the way he's leading me and stuff, mm-hmm. that I'll stay on my, you know, the path he's got me on, just to be strengthened, I guess, just to be encouraged to, you know, pray my prophecies and just, you know, Stay the course, you know, which I'm, I know I'm going to do that. But um, some days you get weary or you feel like not, nothing's moving, nothing's happening. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Well, thank you for um, calling and joining us and sharing that dream, too, because um, I think I think the Lord is definitely moving in those areas. And um, that's evidence of it. Um, even tonight confirmation and evidence. Um, so and I'm sure there's others as well. But um I need to close your phone line and I'm gonna pray for you and then I'm um, gonna go to the next um you, person. Thank yeah, thank you. God bless you. Thanks for joining us. Bye bye. Thank you. I appreciate that. I receive it. <laughs> so, Father, we thank you for Angela. God, we just lift her up to you, Lord, as she is desiring again, Lord, to commit her ways to you, God, because her thoughts to be established of you. Lord, in Jesus' name, God, we ask for your encouragement, God. We ask for a refreshing rain to come upon her, Father God, and just to wash away, Lord, um, the places, Lord, where the enemy is trying to um, bend her ear, God. We just rebuke any doubt or rebuke unbelief in any way. God, we, we thank you, Lord, uh, just for, again, this washing um, and renew of the Holy Spirit washing Um, upon her mind father god just and to refresh her god let it be a refreshing rain god that all things are new the old is passed away and all things are new god we thank you as she presses into your word, both your prophetic words lord that have been spoken over her and prophesied over her father god um lord we thank you lord for teaching her um Lord, the victory in that, God, we thank you for your word that even says in Psalm um, 149, it says, the Lord delights in his people. And he crowns the humble with victory. So we thank you, Lord, for her humble heart here this evening. Lord, that you would bless her, uh, reward her for her prayers, God, and diligence in her prayers, God. Um, and give her a victory, God, and um, blessing her with um, humility, God, and just a, the, a refreshing rain of the spirit um, to be upon her, God, God. And Father God, and to crown her mind. Lord, um, with your thoughts and your ways, God, that are, that are refreshing and renewing and encouraging um, unto her, Father God. And the things that you have prepared for her, Lord, and even dining with her. Um, so I was talking about the crown. I just think of being prepared to even dine with him and to sit with him. Um, and we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for just the fellowship that you, of the fellowship of your spirit um, that you have prepared um, to spend with Angela, God. We thank you, God, that she takes her rightful place um, at your table. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. I'll talk about my dream some other time, or maybe at the end. But I know I've shared it here before um, about Biden and he was overreaching. That was my dream. I have to go back I know what I'll do I'll go back and look up the date And then I'll talk about it So that's more documented. Okay So uh, 321-230 Good evening Thank you for calling Who Am I speaking to you? Hi This is Antelise So how are you? I'm okay How are you? Good And where are you from again? Are you from New York New York Okay Okay, thank you. Let me close your line for a second. Thank you, Lord, for Antelise, Father. We just lift her up before your kingdom and before your throne, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. You know, the Lord um, does a lot of things with three, like in threes, of course, like, excuse me, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then even entering into his courts, right? We enter his courts with thanksgiving and praise. Um, what are the, there's the outer courts, the inner courts, and then you go into the holy place, is what I was trying to say. So, you know, like there's that process of how, how he brings us in, um, into his fellowship, you know, that all belongs to him. And he's not just one big thing, right? We don't just run into – I mean, we can – when we, But we're also having fellowship with him all day, um, you know, as we contemplate him in our thoughts and like as we're traveling and we're praying um, in that inner place, which is really inside of us, even though we can be out in public, we can be driving wherever we're moving, whatever, um, and praying at the same time because it's that inner place that's hidden within us and connecting to the spirit and to our faith, and um, so he does things in three, I'm not sure, he does things in three like that, so the outer courts, the inner courts, and then the holy, his holy place, and the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, and um, just the increments, there are other increments of three, right, um, and time as well, like it was prophesied over Jesus, when he was going to come to Earth um, and different realms of three different kind of realms of, that he would be from Nazareth, um, Bethany, I think, or uh, no, not Bethany, uh, Nazareth, Bethlehem, and one other. Um, so, and he, but he fulfills all of those, even though at the time, different things were being spoken. Um and so they were wondering, but he did fulfill all of them. I forget what the third one was. but um So he encapsulates all of that. So I'm not sure what that is, if there's a certain time frame or how he does things, and not necessarily increments, but I don't know how to describe um what he's established in this number of three, but even we'll see it sometimes when you read in Psalms, like even they do comparisons or it says the Lord is like I'll usually use three different words to like talk about um, things about the Lord or just describe things about the Lord. And I remember a long time ago, I did a, um, there's a podcast I listen to every now and again um, from um, Vema, B-E-M-A, and um, there's two teachers of Hebrew ty- kind of teachers and tying in. Um, things in scripture there. And um, anyways, they did a teaching on the number three. And many years ago, I think I, I took some of that and shared that here as well. And let me see. oh And so um, there is like a type of like God's attention and his heart is on it. And it's also purposeful um, that he does this. And so again, Again, I think going back to the courts, thinking the courts, the outer courts, the inner courts, and the holy of holies. All All of it's his fellowship, and it's not less than, but it was definitely he's made a way for us um, to enter into the holy of holies, right, and the most precious um, and most intimate place with him and honoring. Um, and he doesn't want us to do that lightly, right? We, so we we um, he prepares us. I was going to say the word repair. So I don't know if there's anything that needs to be repaired. I don't know. Um, and I don't know. But, um, but he prepares us, even with his fellowship and the goodness and the welcoming and the celebration. Okay, so now it's time to. And we all have different personalities. So it's very interesting how even all of that fellowship with the board um, fits into and challenges all of our personalities on every different aspect of that, you know, because, yeah, it just does. So, um, so we thank you, Lord. I, again, I don't know, there's some type of – there's a, more of a connection, too, as well, with, like, the Hebrew thing of the number three being um, uh, a established. Let me just do something. Um. Okay, three unity and Unity. Okay, because some of this I have to. Okay, that's all I have right now. But there's something there in that particular aspect of the Hebrew um, of the three and just the blessing and the thoughtfulness and the purposefulness of um, God, God's heart towards His people and towards you. Oh wait, I opened the runs online. Sorry about that. Sorry. Let me go back here. Okay. Uh please three, two, one. Sorry about that, Anthony. No, it's okay. Well thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And um do you have any Request. No, I don't have anything Specific That I want to prayer for Okay, well great Do you have anything you'd like to share with the other listeners? Um, Not tonight No, not tonight Okay, great Well thank you so much for joining us and God bless you, it's a privilege to pray with God. you God bless you too, have a good night Thanks. You too. Bye bye. Okay, is that friend here? Four zero two two one four. This is Sharon. Yeah. Hi, Deb. How are you? I was just okay. telling God I love you. Aww, <laughs> right before so you called, picked my number. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. Thank you, Dad. Good That's sweet. Thank you. I
3: hope he doesn't say anything (laughs)
0: scary (laughs) after I said that. (laughs) I'm sure he told you. Okay, hold on. Let me mute you and then I'll pray for you. That's funny. Okay. That's very sweet. (laughs) So, Father we thank you for sharing. I was just thinking realizing or realizing, when I opened your line before I started talking that Aunt Elise was from New York and you're from New York so it's kind of cool that there was a double and then um, I opened with Deborah. I know a double, double thing happening here, God, so we thank you Lord um, for just what I just want to pray for a uh, double for Sharon, Father God, we thank you for increase, God, we thank you Lord for what she's asking for of you Lord, that you would increase that God, um, and to a greater measure, to a greater measure, God, that you would um, give unto Sharon, God, like two scoops, you know, um, Father God. And we thank you, Lord, um, for just bestowing your blessings and your goodness upon her, Father. In the name of two provisions, the provisions, God, in um, the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Lift her up before your kingdom, before your throne. Jesus name we thank you God for just the dispensing God your word tells us that as we draw near with confidence to draw near to your throne of grace for it's there that we receive mercy and find grace in our time of need God so I thank you Lord that you give her eyes to see um, and as she's looking and finding the grace in her need God that she would see it God and we thank you for it, God. And I do ask again, Lord, just for like these two scoops of um, Lord of increase of whatever she's asking, God, that you would um, you would give her, uh, you would increase that. And I'm seeing two scoops, like the scoops. Um, I don't mean, know, like the scoops of. I don't know why. And this thing is with cereal with you, but like the two, the scoops from the, um, I don't know, is it razor brand, you know, like two scoops. So so anyways, Lord, so that kind of scooper, that kind of scooper or like, like that scooper thing, scoop from like ice, but the big ice machine thing, the big scoop. So we thank you, Lord. We just bless her God in Jesus name. Um, and father, um, Thank you for coming up for you as well, God. We thank you for her grateful heart um, as well, God, for PGN and, and each of its hosts. And, uh, and blessing myself as well, Lord. We thank you for that, God, just her fond expression, Lord, um, uh, and humble heart. Lord, uh, I thank you for that, Lord. And we thank you for um, being with her again and answering her prayers for us. Okay, so let me open your phone line. So thank you. There we go. Found you again. Hi. Hi. Yeah.
3: That's nice. I get two scoops of raisins.
0: <laughs> in
3: a box of raisin bran. So I like. I know it's mean. Um, Yeah, those are like when you put, like you know, if the store sometimes they sell the grain, you know, in a big
0: barrel and have a big scooper. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. And actually, I was thinking of grain too in the ancient thing, but you know, even when you said that commercial thing, I was thinking, you know, they. I haven't seen that in a long time, but they. When they do that thing, they're like, oh, two scoops. It's almost an expression of like, this is extra special. We're doing this for you because we're doing it for you because it's extra special and extra thoughtful for you. And I feel like that's what God's going to do something. God's going to do that for you so that you, yeah, that he's extra special and extra thoughtful for you, just as you as expressed. And that wasn't like an inclination or planned or anything, but just as you expressed. Um, your expression, your humble expression towards me. God's going to do a humble expression, mm-hmm. or actually not humble, but joyous expression to, um, that that's you know, so nice. specifically for you, that you will enjoy it. And, like, this is for you, extra special, oh. just for you, because I know you will enjoy this, you know, and it was thought of you know, with you so in mind. That's sweet. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Really yes, sweet, Father God. Yes, Lord, we thank you for pouring out, God, for just pouring that out to her, Father God, and we thank you, Lord, that she won't miss it, God, and in the moment, that she would be able to receive it fully, God, and sometimes our hearts melt, they just melt before you, sometimes we get tears, God, sometimes it's just pure joy, like nothing this world could Mm -hmm. offer, God, just pure joy, God, so I pray, however you dispense this, Father, um, that she, in the moment, she would allow herself to fully receive in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, Deb, would you mind holding up friend friend Kevin again in prayer?
3: Oh, sure. sure. So he's going through a lot.
0: Okay. Anything specific or no?
3: Well, he's just, he's going through a lot. He's going through a divorce and oh. just just a lot of responsibility.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. I will pray for him. Thank you. Thank you for joining us and thank you for blessing me. If that was in person, I would have blushed. (laughs) So thank you sweet. Appreciate you joining us. God bless you.
3: You too, Jen. Thank you. Okay.
0: Have a good week. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. Uh, we just lift up Kevin to you. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you. Um, I just seen um, like the Lord sharpening his view and his eye and I don't know if I think it was my maybe his left eye sharpening. I don't know if that's considered our power eye. I've heard some people say that. I don't know if that's what that means specifically like the stronger strength and um, depth perspective, depth depth perspective, precision, what, however you say that. Um, and so, but I see it more so, um, I mean, it could be in the natural, I'm just not knowing that, but but spiritually being able to see, strengthen his eye, um, his power eye, so that he can see things and discern them and sort that out so that he can truly know, um, you know, what he's not to carry um, and what is his true responsibility and be able to discern that and accurately um, you know take care of it then, and make that um, the right decisions in and then through that. so we thank you, Lord, for just sharpening his view and strengthening um, his eye, giving him eyes to see in Jesus name, Amen. Okay, that's what I got. so praise God. Um, so two, five, one, three, four, two, Good evening. Who am I speaking to?
1: Hi, Deborah.
0: This is Latrice. How are you? Good.
1: How are you? I'm well, thank you.
0: Good. Okay, so Latrice, you are from Louisiana or Alabama? Alabama. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh no, that's okay. I just, I, I'm sorry. I don't remember because uh, take. yes, Alabama. I know it's one of them. Okay. Yes, Came close. Ma'am. Thank you. Okay, so let me... um, You're welcome. (laughs) Let me close your phone line and let me pray for you. You have a fun voice. So, Father, we thank you for Latrice, Lord, in Jesus' name. We just lift her up before um, your kingdom, God, and before you, Father, at your altar, God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. You know, the Lord has a lot of different metaphors. I think there actually might be seven of them, if I've read, remembering correctly, like, you know, he's the bread of life, the light of the world. And then he also has metaphors for us as well. We're his sheep, and we're his bride, and his saints, right, and disciples. And so he has different metaphors. Um, I guess most Disciple's like, well, not a metaphor, but he has different metaphors for us as well. and so sometimes when we walk in that, well it's like it's a descriptive of um, descriptive of how we walk with him, right? And so like, so it's just like he describes himself and his different metaphors, right? the bread of life, the light of the world and uh, we're the bride of christ like okay there's a role that's what i'm trying to say so in that within that metaphor there is a role that's taking place and so i'm seeing the different roles that um the lord has he's given us the metaphors right as his saints his bride we're living stones we're referred to um so there's a different role in that that's happening so i'm seeing um you at his altar and on the different roles that are, and one is the bride of christ because it's what i've you kind of stepping into so and um not that we never don't not that we not called to do that even but i okay how do i say so i see at different times the like the different metaphors of the different roles that you're stepping into. It doesn't mean, so it might be the Lord is just emphasizing that in a season while we're all the bride of Christ, but there might be a season where you're really stepping in to that role and God's establishing and equipping something or anchoring something in you and that particular thing. So it doesn't mean that you're not a living stone or, you know, or that royal priesthood. That that you know, like he didn't take that away from you, remove that, or it's not less than or something. It's just something he's like emphasizing, and equipping you with, or you know, building you up. But when he builds us up, he also takes our root system deeper because it's very important to him, because that's how we thrive, right? As as oaks, right? And all these different metaphors of our roots taking from the system, um, inside systems first. And then demonstrating outside being fruitful, right, so he's demonstrating all of that to us and all of the process and all of these different metaphors you know, and so I see the um you walking through these, but as as the Holy Spirit is leading and revealing to you and causing you know you again to go deeper in these things, but also as he's building you up and equipping you um in these things for a season, so just know that like maybe you came out of a season of being really strong and being his Royal priest, you know, and then you move into being the bride of Christ, which I did see a preparation of a, like that's what you were getting ready to step into like approaching um, as the bride. And, but it was more of a bride, like a, um, not as a modern day um, thing, more as a very humble and like Hebrew kind of a thing and a head covering that didn't look like a veil that we would have it just looked like a a head covering thing, so very humble, but coming into his presence as his bride and him establishing and equipping both um, things um, in in you um, and then through you. so I hope that makes sense so. God bless you.
1: Okay. I know. I'll ponder on it, but I was given a, a word the other day. At, I don't know if it was at church or after I got out of church, and they were talking about, uh, I think it was First Peter. And uh, the translation in the end, I think New Living was, In his kindness that God had called us to share in his eternal glory uh, by, through Christ Jesus, I'm paraphrasing. And it says, after you have suffered a little while, he said that he was going to restore support or strengthen you and that he was going to establish you and plant your feet. But, okay, so I don't know if that's, pretty much the same thing or the a uh, level up but uh i could see that either way because i think it was yeah that's, uh, first, good.
0: that's a good word in that scripture that's a good word first, um,
1: first, uh first peter 5 and 10 uh, so i was paraphrasing but i know it did say after you have suffered a while that uh he's basically gonna Establish you or plant your feet I forgot whatever the Terminology was But I'm mm-hmm. like okay So that could, there will be In that same uh, Context So to speak But we do tell the Lord Thank you In spite of But I wanted to know I have some uh, Unspoken prayer requests and I'm believing God for the manifestation of those uh, requests. And I wanted to know if you would agree with me as touching concerning them. And uh, believe that it henceforth not many days that it shall or those things shall come to pass. And uh, okay. that's about it because I believe that uh, the other things are uh, – I was once told that there was one person or one individual in between me and the next level that I would go to. And I believe uh, that I met that individual or helped usher me into the next season or the next elevation that the Lord has in store for me. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay, so did you say 1 Peter 5?
1: I think it uh, might be 1 Peter 5 and 10, um, something to that effect. Uh, But I think that they gave me either the NIV or NL... uh,
0: Oh, New Living uh, NLT? Yeah, NLT, so either NIV.
1: Okay,
0: but I think that's what it was, okay. All right, well, let me pray for your prayer request. Thank you, God bless you. That's a good word. Hope, okay. hold on to that, yeah, very good, okay. what on um, closure book. thanks for joining us. God bless you thanks.
3: and Bring for you serving me. the Lord,
0: yes, and serving the Lord willingly because right when he shows us now you're a living stone sometimes he brings us into the revelation of what that means or sometimes people say well no i'm just a royal priesthood i'm i am a holy royal priest that's my thing intercession but then he brings oh what does it mean to be the bride of christ okay hold on i'm walking shoulder just sh-. you know it's like there's a different understanding of what that role means and the responsibility in it and so he brings us into that revelation definitely establishes that in us but just that willingness to serve him in all things and all of the circumference of that, you know, um, and some people just think they're just saints. I'm just a saint now and I just do helps. That's my is I just help the, which in helps is a um, But then they never grow outside of that with the understanding, well, hold on, your your identity is more than that under the calling of the role that Christ gives these metaphors and has spoken over you. So let's, like, gain this understanding of the full, you know, of the fullness of who Christ made us to be. So that's kind of my word that I gave you. Okay, so just clarifying. Let me pray for your prayer request. So thank you, Lord. We come into agreement with Latrice. Um, Father God, um, over your word, Lord, and your words that have been spoken to her. In Jesus' name, God, we thank you, Lord, for um, just making the pathway your pathway, God, and setting her feet upon your rock, Lord, and establishing her, God, in the way um, that you would have her to go in, God, even um, these things would come to pass, Lord, that she's trusting you with. Lord, and also uh, this thing, she's speaking of the next level and the next um, whatever that is, Father. We thank you. Lord, let her be found faithful, Lord. um, And um, on each step of the way, God, let her be found faithful. And we thank you, Lord, for her willingness to serve you, God. That is important, God. Um, and, And even as we talked earlier a little bit about Joseph and Jesus, of both um, announcing and then demonstrating the word, their willingness at all costs, even in the tensions of the culture, to live out the kingdom of God. So we thank you. Uh, let that same courage and strength be with Latrice in Jesus' name, and all of us, really, all of us that are listening. So be it unto you, according to his word. Amen. So 504-282. Good evening. Am I speaking to you? Stop. I
1: said stop. Put them on. You
0: want to hey it? there. Hey, good evening. This is Deborah 504282. Can you hear me? Hi. Yes. Hi. Hi. Who is
1: this? This is Nicole from Louisiana.
0: Nicole, thank you. Let me play for you. I know you're having a teaching moment. That's okay. That's okay. So, Father, we thank you for Nicole, Father, in Jesus' name. We all, most of us all have children, so that's okay. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, um, and we bless her. We bring her before your altar, God, and we thank you, Lord, how you are equipping and establishing her with your life, God, that you are giving her life and breath. Um, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, and even the increments of your refreshing and you're speaking your word to her God and filling like her lungs with your capacity for her to speak life Lord and to breathe life um, and to have like just even refreshing life Lord and refreshing words Lord we thank you for that Father God Lord we thank you Lord just for filling um, her lungs filling refreshing god in jesus name we thank you like even in um hebrew they did um things like the number 18 from what i understand i could look it up but the number 18 they did like it was uh, refreshing and um life refreshing life thank you lord thank you father god for bestowing that upon her, Lord, with your spirit, you know, because when he breathes into us and fills our lungs, right, just like he did with, um, at, or just like he did with Adam, <laughs> and he breathed into his nostrils, he filled his lungs, you know, to full capacity, and then he, he breathed life into him, and it was sustaining, it was refreshing, and when he exhaled, he had the breath of God And the, um, and just the glory of God and the, and the presence, the residing presence of the Lord and his breath, you know, um, taking in and out um, and even giving to creation, right? That's what we do with the, the trees and the oxygen. We're giving unto creation, all of creation. That's what we're designed to do and to breathe out, to breathe in and breathe out, you know, breathe him in and take him in. And um, so I thank you, Lord, uh, for that, Father God, and using, again, filling her, Lord, with that refreshing or the, the breath of your life um, Lord, in her lungs, and breathing that out, and also speaking it, breathing it out, and speaking it out, um, and let it let it fall where it needs to fall, God, and let her see and know um, too when you um, call her to speak. And I don't know if it's like a teaching thing or if it's individual uh, with your people. Um, as you counsel that um, that it is just like you give oxygen to the trees and it's breathing life and it has these like increments of cell like at the cellular level, the things that you're speaking are like um, transforming at a cellular level for the people and I've never seen it like this before, and someone just was praying and saying the whole. Of the whole exchange with nature the same thing happens like when you speak in a room a room of people and how you're speaking your words are falling somewhere and giving life to somebody in that room on some heart or some mind even if the lord takes that and uses those words and causes them to stir and to flourish into the heart of another and to transpire them um, is a beautiful thing, and I again I never seen it like that before. But it really is, you know. And sometimes the enemy wants to trip somebody up and make them think like, man, I'm just talking to the air. My words are just like hitting the wall, or whatever, you know, um, falling flat. Did anyone get anything from the enemy? Because you're actually pouring yourself out, um, like when it's in a group thing or whatever, or teaching thing. You're pouring yourself out, but you know, and sometimes you could know when the spirit is there and, um, you know, and sense, uh, pick up on faith, discern faith and discern hearts. Um, but and other times it can just be like, is it transformational? Is it doing what it needs to be done? So we thank you, Lord, um, as she speaks out of your breath, speaks out of your life, speaks out of your refreshing Father God, we thank you, Lord, for using that, Lord, um, and even incubating and in other people's lives at a cellular level um, for transformation. In Jesus' name. You know, when I was um, – oh, I wish I knew it. I just I couldn't write it down fast enough. I said three things because that was, was really <laughs> – was just flowing for me. But um, – when, what was I going to say? When I was, um, oh, when I was first born again and I would read the scripture, I would, um, and memorizing it and saying, like learning it, I used it, um, I would pick up certain words or phrases that were in scripture so that when I talked to other people, I wouldn't say it was scripture, you know, like, like I do now. You know, and talk and read it almost verbatim. And a lot of times I'll look it up so that I do because I know how powerful it is and how living it is. But I would say I would pick up certain phrases or certain words that were only found in scripture and I would use them in sentences with people um, without telling them that it was scripture because I knew the word was living and it was active and I would just put it, insert it somehow in the middle of a sentence or middle of a phrase and use uh, certain things that were in the Bible. I wish I had an example, but I don't. But I used to do it all the time. And um, and I would watch how the Lord would use that. But I was just planting seeds, planting seeds, planting seeds, probably watering it unbeknownst to me um, as well. But um, And then after a while, it took me a little bit more, like sometimes more, I think I can remember where scripture, certain scriptures are. But then, uh, for a while, I thought, "Oh, that messed me up because I didn't wasn't remembering scripture like the whole thing verbatim what it said, you know." Um, so it's was just like paraphrasing, paraphrasing. But even um, opening your phone line, so even paraphrasing scripture has it has life on it, and um, yeah, it has the life on it. Um, and, and God does use that and utilizes it how he wants to utilize that so praise god amen i received that prayer thank you for your prayers
1: i i i definitely need that refreshing word because <laughs> i i feel like i'm um i think i'm gonna be running on empty it's starting to get close to empty but um you know just you know being refilled I know will better help me to serve where I serve so I appreciate that yeah. where lately I've just been so I don't feel like I've been able to really really read the Bible as much as I would like to because mm-hmm. so the word isn't like coming at the forefront all the time but I like you said that's confirmation for me I can still paraphrase and it still has power to influence and 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 change it's you know it's, it's still powerful.
0: So, yeah. Thank you so and much. And if he's given it to you, yeah, and if he's given it to you in the moment, then it is his breath. And it is his, mm-hmm. right? His life and his breath that, is, that you're giving back. Um, and it's receiving. Something's taking it in because he's made all creation. And there's an exchange mm-hmm. in creation. And if that creation is another person, if the creation is another life, if it's life-giving to them in some way and in some manner, you know. hmm Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's powerful. So praise God. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us this evening. Praise God. Thank you. God bless you, Deborah. You're welcome. God bless you, too. Right. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. It's sorry. Thank you, everyone. Oh, I think she was maybe apologizing, but um, you don't have to apologize here. (laughs) I raised three kids. They were wild monsters. No, I'm just kidding. They weren't like I had really good kids, but certainly teaching moments with them as well. So um, anyways, and my firstborn daughter, who's the one who has that baby now, is um, she was a strong-willed child. I do remember that. So anyways. Anyway, so praise God. Um, Children are a blessing. And that's what we do is we train them. That's what it looks like and sounds like sometimes it's not that big a deal. Um, I mean, it's all good, I should say. It's all good. So praise God. Do I want to say anything else before we end, Lord? um, Father, we thank you. Just bless your people, Lord, with your countenance, with your praise, Lord. Lead us. Father, according to your word, even if we don't know in the moment that it's according to your word and we le- read later, God, in Jesus' name, Lord, help, you, help us to um, have rest, a reestablish like a rest that is rejuvenating and restorative, Father, even bless us with dreams, Lord, and be able to have that deep sleep, Lord, um, that's that's the restorative for our um for our very soul and our very being, Lord, we thank you for that, God. We pray for our neighbors, Lord, and for opportunities to be a light and salt unto them. In Jesus' name, and we thank you, God, for restoring all things, God. And even at times, Lord, uh, maybe stepping out when people spitefully use you or unthankful, ungrateful. God, um, as the word says, is taking us uh, in deeper places with you and in quality relationships, Father God. And um, bless us as we invest our time in you, God. and Quality friendships, communications. Uh, Let us have rich communication with you, Lord, that you would use us Father, God, and every gift that you've given, God, that we would steward that well, God. And we thank you, Lord, uh, for a role that we have with you and each other. And we thank you, Lord, that you would even deepen um, our prayers and our time with you, God, that you would deepen that and anchor it. So we were solely focused on you, God. We thank you for the discernment. And the wisdom to know uh, the trusted prophets and the ones that you've chosen, God, that you've selected, God, that your eyes go to and from searching the earth to see whose hearts, God, can be strengthened and that are faithful to you, God. So we thank you for that. We bless them and their work that they do and all that they put their hands to do. God, bless that in Jesus' name and uh, as they honor you with all of it. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys. Shalom.